situation? Strong. Is he a domestic in partnership? Hey, hey, hey. You see how I said that politely? All right, Corey, you want to start it off? This one will have to be a quickie. Politically mm -hmm. correct. Oh, is this the chocolate cover? You go. Welcome to it. Oh, shit. Welcome to I'm it. I'm so nervous. Oh, my God. I got Jersey mics on my teeth. It's okay. Oh, look at this porch. Just cruising. Let me get this seatbelt on because this... This ain't a 2016 Suburban. No, sir, this is a 1997 <laughs> Ford F-150 basic model. No AC. Lucky I got wheels on this. All right, you ready? Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome again to another episode of Chocolate Covered Strawberries. We're, we're not exactly what episode this is on because uh, we recorded like, I don't know, like a half a dozen episodes a in one night. A bunch of them, yeah. But, um... With us today is a little different. Obviously, we've got Nate, but we've also got Sir Andrew Straw here. Mm. And we're just going to grace you for just a few minutes. Just a moment of your time. Because we are on my uh, on the way one. from my house. Yep. <laughs> Check one. Maybe we, maybe we yeah. shouldn't put that up. <laughs> it's going to be a little spicy. Yeah. we got the windows down because we're in my truck. And everybody knows oh, I didn't fix go. that AC yet. That's okay. That's we're, okay. We're on the way from my house. Nate needs a saw. I yep. have one. It's a, it's a match made in heaven. Except you didn't have, you showed up with literally the biggest vehicle known to man. <laughs> like you showed up with a military grade Milserp tank. With no room in it. And then I'm like, all right, let's put this joker in the back. You're like, oh, sorry, there's mums. We got some mums uh, and some hay bales in there. Too many mums. Sorry, we're not really going to be able to fix it. Um, Corey, I got a question for you. Mm -hmm. And I know that this is, I mean, you guys have probably talked about this, but has your, so Corey had, I mean, for, for those who haven't been blessed to be at the, uh, Phoebus residence. Uh, Phoebus Farms coming soon. We don't know when, but it's coming soon. Um, Corey's got space. He's got chickens. He's got um, goats in the process in our hearts, right? Are the goats actually? Is that a. Uh, yeah, we're going to do rabbits first because okay. Finley won't mm -hmm. shut up about them. <laughs> so there's rabbits coming soon. Mm -hmm. Has the dream or the vision always been like a, like a homestead type of thing? Yeah. Self sufficiency is mainly it. Like from like, is this a more recent thing? Like looking at like how things are going on in the world, or were you like, I've always wanted to do this. I just kind of like doing stuff on my own. And Straw, I've got the same question for you. I've I've wanted to do this probably, uh, probably since I met Heather. Like I just always wanted land, and I wanted to make sure that like if anything were to hit the fan, yeah. we could grow our food, we could kill our food, we can have a safe spot for the girls. But I'm also wanting to do it for an investment. So like you sure. buy a bunch of land in this area. And then when I retire, I either want to give it to my girls yeah. or I want to sell that joker and sit on a fat sack of cash. But yes. now you're noticing supply chain shortages. And if you're not homesteading, you need to look into it ASAP. True. Dude, and um, I know that that's how I believe Mike, correct me if I'm wrong. That's how Mike and Kristen got their piece of property was from y'all hot. It is a spicy <laughs> one in here. Hot dog. Whew. Um, if you smell Chinese food, that's just me. Um, <laughs> I just ate a cold cut, son. I can't imagine how it smells in here. Um, I think that, that, yeah, that's how Mike and Kristen got their land was that their his grandfather invested in land years and years ago. Yeah. I think he said that he owned like a good amount of property. Is this is sale? the place we wanted. This, oh. this space right here? Yeah. This is Blueberry. With that house. No, that's not it. But that, well, that oh. was like 700 and some oh, change. So yeah, don't we, do weren't that. Th we weren't there. No. No. It, did it already sell? Oh, yeah. It sold. Dang. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dang. Um, but that's how they got their land. So my hope is at some point, I don't think, like, we're not the farming type. 
necessarily. Jen tried to do the garden thing. It died, but I'm pretty sure rabbits got to it. It's alive in spirit. It's, a, it's alive in spirit. It's dead in reality. So <laughs> my hope is, like, I'd like to leave Max, like, a summer home type of thing. Something small, like a getaway type of thing, if I can't do the whole land. Like, Would you want land? I think that I... I <sighs> I'm I'm between it. I wouldn't know what to do question. with it. Yeah, I wouldn't know what to do with the land. Like I'm not about to be planting stuff, but I would want it for like uh, like a wedding venue or some sort of business thing. Like Fenwick Ice has that little ice stand on like some land that is owned by someone else or whatever, and they rent it out. So like that to me would be cool. But um, I don't know. I mean, you've got that entrepreneurial spirit to you. Straw is that the case for you? Like, are you thinking? I'm trying to do this stuff for my family. Are you trying to make money or? No, when, when I heard Corey talking about his self-preservation, uh, having the stuff prepared in his garage, like being ready for anything, that opened my eyes. I definitely uh, have, don't have that mind frame. True. Um, ours was more so like, hey, we've got land now. We've got a little bit of land. <clears throat> What's the easiest thing to do? Chickens. It'll True. teach our children responsibility. Mm. We'll get eggs out of it. You know, they're the most expensive eggs we've ever purchased. But <laughs> um, it's still fun to do and see the girls get excited about being outside. That's cool. Um, anything we can do to drive them towards nature instead of uh, electronics and things like that, yeah. um, we're all for. So, like the Phoebuses, we're talking goats next with our neighbor, a little joint venture. True. Um, yeah, just kind of doing the... Doing the and, Self-preservation is becoming more and more important now. I see. With the shortages, and, and I don't think we've seen the last of price hikes on food. Yeah. Uh, we've barely felt felt it, I, I believe. So. Dude, going to the grocery store is, like, freaking painful, man. Like, uh, me and Jen were, I don't know what we did. I think we had people from Rehoboth over. We bought cheese and, like, salami. Jen was like, it was 100 bucks. Mm. Are you serious? Ew. Yeah. She, she said there wasn't there wasn't cheese under thirteen dollars like like a block of cheese to top up. So that's why you get that cow, get that. That's another thing. We want to go in with our friends and buy a whole cow, and like get it processed and, and all get that it stuff. processed yeah. and have meat for a year in a deep freezer. Dang. And that's so honestly that is the way to go. My for neighbor real? does a quarter cow and it's just him and his wife, and he's still got some from last year. Are you right. serious? Yeah. So like if you go in with a whole cow and you're like if your family does half a cow, you're set. Like yeah. I don't know how much beef you eat, but if I could, I'd eat beef every single yeah. day. Dang. Yep. Yo, know, I know uh, Brigida from the Fenwick campus. Her and a, a family go go in on a cow. Um, that sounds wild, out of concept. Like they jump man, right they in did, that they cow. Ju- they just hop in that thing, <laughs> like Ventura when he was in that rhino. <laughs> if you want to know how babies are made, kids, watch Ace Ventura when nature calls. Yeah, mm. dude, I, <laughs> I, I'm surprised that my parents let me watch that movie, but man, Jim so Carrey and those, did. man, I'm, I'm thankful that they did. That's where I get a lot of my. I think early on, a lot of my humor was from Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah, man, the mask, all that stuff. Bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee. Bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee. <laughs> uh, um, all right, so I, I think that I think that everybody in this car, and by everyone, I mean y'all two, and not so much me. The thrice of us. Yeah, the thrice. All, all thrice of us. Uh, Corey, you started homeschooling recently. Correct? I did. Yeah, indeed. 
Uh, Straw and Mal are, are deep in the homeschool thing. I guess you guys are a year in. Is two, that accurate? Two, two and, and a half years. Two and a half years yeah. in. Um, Corey, what was your? And I think we might have talked about this before, maybe off the off the podcast. But what was the motivation for you to go from daycare to to homeschool? So when you start seeing teachers post on like their personal Facebook pages of like protect trans kids. Mm-hmm. First, first, first off, what? Like, are you saying because your son or daughter likes to dress as the opposite sex that suddenly they, they want to be that for the rest of their life? Mm-hmm. And that's what you're saying? So, like, you're pushing them to have uh, these mental morphing classes. You're pushing them to have, like, surgeries, like, physical surgeries. Dang. Like, no, thank you. That hormone is the last pills. thing. Hormone pills. Hormone blockers. So, blockers. That it, like, it blocks puberty. Dang. So the boys can't develop, like leg hair or something I don't either way like I don't uh, whatever it is it's just to the point where it's become too ridiculous for me to trust another individual and all of us want our kids to have the best education possible it's true so what in my opinion that's time for mommy and daddy to step up to the plate and make sure that they get the best education possible yeah has have you seen a change in your daughters since I mean in Finley more yeah Finley since, since being home and learning that way or I, I feel like she changes every single day um <laughs> but i notice she's more vocal she's using her vocabulary is way better wow because i speak to her as if i'm speaking to you guys yep. oh, I, I don't change my vocabulary gotcha. because she doesn't know what they mean yep. so if i use a word like uh uh let's say uh consequentially you know it's a, yeah. it's a word that we all know what it means mm-hmm. but i'll be like do you know what consequentially means she'll say no and i'll let her know what it means yep i see so then she'll start using words like I would prefer or otherwise or and she's freshly four years old. That's cool. And that's yeah, that's one of the things all of our friends are like, how are your kids so well spoken and all this stuff? It's like, well, we've never talked to them like they're babies, like their yeah. age. We've always talked to them like I would talk to a human grown up. A human. Yeah. A human. yeah. yeah. I would talk to her like I talk to a goldfish. Yeah. <laughs> that's a <laughs> That's what I always appreciate about you and Mal is that you you did talk to like you would explain and i think that man honestly like y'all got y'all got both have two kids um and so i i think it's cool to see how you guys kind of divide and conquer and with baby number two on the way i'm really trying to like figure out how to how to do like double dad type stuff you don't have to be two dads man no you got to be a dad to both kids in different ways because I see. Yep. these kids, Max is going to require your attention one way, but the new baby is mm-hmm. going to require your attention in a completely different manner. Yeah. Just like you guys were talking about the intentional dad that, <clears throat> excuse me, got me thinking like, do I, do I treat my kids mm. differently? So I'm, yeah. I'm the same dad, I'm daddy, yeah. but with my oldest, just like you, Corey, I'm a little bit harder on her because mm-hmm. she is a stubborn mm-hmm. child. And my youngest is much more soft and much more sensitive. Mm. And so I've, I've had to learn. I wasn't always this way, but I've had to learn and be intentional about treating her differently and handling her differently situations mm. versus my oldest. Dang. If you treat your kids the exact same, yeah. half of your kids are going to be happy. You Dang. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Has, has the, um, I mean, I'm guessing for both of you guys, and this is the case, I guess that both your, both your oldests are like strong-willed they've got like opinions um they kind of know what they want type of thing and it's so wild that uh i guess both of your uh second daughters both evan and uh, emerson are more so um i don't know just like kind of go along to get along type of thing 
do you think it's because of their the personality of their sisters? Like, I'm trying to think what Max's personality will. So are you, are you asking, essentially, since both of the oldest kids in our families are overbearing, that the other ones are just kind of whatever? I'm wondering if, it, if like, it's kind of like, oh, well, she's taking charge. You know, like, I can hang back. Gotcha. Or, or do you, you know what I mean? Or, or are you just like, no, that, that's her, like, that's Evan's legit personality. That's I would 100% agree with that because Adeline, very much so from Emerson's youngest days, has told her what to do. Mm, gotcha. It's like, hey, say this, do this. Yep. And in a way, we're like, no, don't tell her to do that because she needs to become her own person. But that's just, that's been Adeline's, mm. um, I guess, position I see. as the older sibling. So It's feeling like a, like she's being big sister type yeah. of, or she's just... But, yeah, we could get into that a whole different subject. <laughs> True. Most of the time it's like, hey, stop, don't tell her to do that. You need to be a better example I see. for your younger sister. I'm sensing that you're asking these questions because you're terrified and you're not really sure how to treat the second child. Correct. Okay. But I, I also, I, I was saying this to Heather when we were out back, I was saying, I feel like I'm going to have way less patience with Max because I'm going to be like, bro, you know better. Mm -hmm. Like he was, uh, Evan was in the sandbox and he was, every toy that she tried to play with, he'd take it out of her hand. Mm -hmm. I'm like, bro, none of this stuff is yours. Like she's letting you play with her stuff. Now, and I just feel, I find myself like getting frustrated. So in the same way, if Max, you know, with baby number two, if he's being like selfish or not sharing or, or being mean or rude, I feel like I'll have less patience if that makes sense i'm just like well you gotta remember he's gonna act out because all of the attention he's used to having on yeah. him and when any of that attention is now directed toward that second baby he's gonna be like oh that's my dad yeah so he's gonna act out and finley does the same thing really and she has ever since yeah. evan was born and you can tell like that's what it is like that's like you're acting out of character a hundred percent but eventually they mature like yeah. my oldest is eight and so she is much more mature than when she was four, three or four when mm -hmm. we had Emerson. Um, so it does get better. I can tell you guys that. The oldest matures and then she kind of would prefer to do her own thing sometimes and other times they want to play and then someone gets hurt and they're crying. And so, oh it's good to have a wife though that'll kind of pull you back in because like, yeah. you know, you were saying you want to be harder on the older one because yeah. they're they're the older siblings so you're, you have to set an example. You have right. to kind of be the kid who shows what's right because the youngest one will mimic what the older one does. Right. And I kind of, Heather, speaking of having good wives, kind of draws me in because I tend to get a little harder on Finley because mm. my philosophy is the world's a hard place and I want my kid to be prepared for whatever the world throws at her. Right. So I, she said something like, something was hard or something didn't work or something. And I was like, it's time to nut up or shut up. <laughs> and I had to remind you myself, me, daughter. Like, like you're four. Yeah, right. <laughs> nut up, four-year-old. <laughs> time to man up. I'm doing the best I can. Papa. I'm doing the best. Uh, we're going to go around. Yeah, let's go around. Because we beat them back. Oh, uh, look at us. See, I told you they went the wrong way. Come on. <laughs> or maybe they're driving around to get Max to go to sleep. Yeah, or maybe oh, they're just knows. telling how much they hate us. Yeah. Luckily, Heather's not in there with them. Man, thank God they don't have you <laughs> the know, three great together. headsets. Just flaming us. Flaming. As um, we're passing by the dirt bike rally. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's in second place. I'm, I'm not sure. Go get oh, he crashed. Um, Is that bone? I, I think so. <laughs> yeah, that's Ooh. definitely bone. Um, man, I, I appreciate... I'm thankful that both of you guys... Uh, like, I... I like the way that you guys parent your kids and it's cool for me to see like dads who are involved in like also being themselves while being a dad. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like I see a lot of dads like on some, I don't know, like just like a, like a, 
G version of themselves. Mm. Like it's just kind of like dumbed down or like what you think a preschool teacher would be, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. And I, I appreciate you guys like, no, we're not going to do that. Or like, no, put that down. Or Well, you're lying to your kid, mm-hmm. essentially. Like, if you're not going to parent your kid to the fullest of who you are as a person, along with who you are as a dad, that kid's going to eventually see the real you and be like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. They said, whoa, why is your door open right now? Mine? To the, to the journey. Ooh, oh, that might have been me. Getting the you car might seat out. close that joint real yep. quick. Dang. I did tell my kid that ranch was spicy, so she wouldn't want it when oh. she was younger. Uh, so that's a fault of mine that I'm still asking for forgiveness about. But uh, other than that, does she know? Does she know present day that ranch is not spicy? Yeah. My my daughter said, "Dad, this ketchup's spicy," and I was like, "You're not that white." <laughs> <laughs> what is this spicy? Do you want me to close that door before Jen gets home? Oh, it's so spicy. I can jump out real quick. Yeah, that actually yeah. would be. You best. keep it going. You'd save me. Uh, you'd save me a talking to. <laughs> Oh, man. Several lashings. Several. Uh, Corey, you're not going to hear this until this is recorded, but I love you, dog. You're, right, you're a good man. I appreciate you. Um, thank you. She'll never know. Never, know, never, never know, know what? Exactly. I've okay. been in here the whole time. There, there it is. Right. Sorry, I'm just stroking your shoulder by accident. I, I like that I didn't say anything. <laughs> no worries. You, you know, honestly, and I, this is this is an aside, but what makes me happy is that I think, and I think this is the case, especially for, I mean, this is the case for me. I love it when I see my friends be friends with my friends, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, me and Strong have known each other for what, six years, seven years? Yeah, something like that. And, uh... Man, I knew in meeting you, I was just like, man, you'd be friends with my friend Straw. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Which I'm, I met Corey yeah. and then played on stage with him 10 minutes later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's true. So you play the bass? Yeah. Nate, right. Nate said, do you trust this guy? And Nate said, with my life. And then I was I had a bass in my hand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know all the songs. You're sure. Yep. Dude, what do we play? Was it Battle Belongs? Battle Belongs. Yep. I had just played that previously the weekend yep. and then Raise a Hallelujah. Dude, and you get it in, man. I'm just, you're singing and dan- mm. Speaking of which, I don't know if you're invited, but I'm inviting you. True. Brad and I True. were talking at last rehearsal. Uh, King, King. Yeah. And he was like, man, you know, I think we should have a small group. And I'm like, go on. And he was like, once a month, we get some people together. We write for three hours. Oh, wow. And I was like, I'm on board with it. He was like, obviously, like not an open invite because... You're gonna have these dudes that'll be like, I can sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. You're like, uh, can you? Bro? But Brad wrote this like really great piano part, and then True. I'm just like, I came up with like a bass lick to it that sounded good, and I'm just like kind of doing the, I did an acoustic lick to it, and we've got like a solid foundation. Nice. And he was like, man, if we could just get a guy who's like really good at piano to like maybe emphasize what I've already it, written, man. and I'm like, if we can get it. Let me tickle it. God wants, he's in my favorites. Come on. On my phone. Let me tickle it. I'm <laughs> tickle, down. Tickle them ivories. I'll tickle them ivories. Yeah. Dang. I, I don't know what it is. Has, has worship music always meant what it means to you now? No. No. No, no. no sir. When when was the change? Bayshore. Really? When you started yep. playing? Like playing? Yep. Um, yeah. Because when I, the church that I came from, we're just like, you are the treasure that I seek. Dang. You are my Turn to page 472 as we sing. Yeah. And How it's just like, you art. know. You came from heaven to earth. That's wild. To show the way from the earth to the cross. My dead to pray. From the cross to the grave. From the grave to the sky. 
was really bad baseline there, but it was improv. <laughs> so that's what that's what it was for a while. Yeah, and then yeah. when I started like getting into it, man, like you know, it's 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 like you have the works, you have everything. Like worship to me isn't just like I'm gonna sit by myself with a hot cup of coffee and just sit there and pray and sing by myself. No, man, it's a collective thing. Yeah. So when I see everybody in church, like you have Mike who's on the lights mm -hmm. and like the little squigglies on the screens and yep. stuff. And then you got the people that are involved with like the words and then people are putting their hands out like it's a collective yeah. thing. Yeah. It's the experience. And it's, I, yeah. I don't like it when they call it an experience, but it, that's what it is. Yeah. It's a, yeah, pretty much. It, and I, I really do think that like, I mean, there is something sweet to sing in, in your car and, you know, God kind of, you know, speaking to you by yourself. But it's so cool to hear people sing like, and I know that it's like a, maybe it's like a worship team, like crutch necessarily like just the voices come on give it everything you got you know like um i do that sometimes yeah, and no, that's but, real though but i think but <laughs> but honestly hearing people sing you're just like dang like they're singing like Waymaker, miracle worker mm -hmm. like they really believe it mm -hmm. you know and and i think i've been oftentimes encouraged by hearing other people worship or very rarely are we in the position where like you're not oftentimes in the congregation clearly because you're leading right straw recently you're going to a church now where you're not playing mm -hmm. is it is it that much of a difference being in the in the seats versus on the stage for you like is it a different experience because uh, it is for me yeah it, it is but at the same time i'm like oh he, he missed a note there he yeah. missed a note there. I feel Ooh, you that was that. way off. Mm. These singers aren't good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that drummer's doing too much. Like I'm, I'm judging it too much. But yeah, through the past, uh, we left in March. We left the church we were going to in March. So in the last six, seven months, going to a different church, I've been able to retrain my mind and my heart. Really, honestly, yeah. it's, it's really all my heart that, like, perfection does not equal worship. Yeah, and so I'm able to see past things that that aren't perfect or excellent quote yeah. unquote and be able to just worship close my eyes and worship god mm -hmm. through the worship no matter what it sounds like god's still working on on he's still that's a i'm a work in progress in that arena because you're in it i, so, I yeah. promise it, it is possible because yeah. I, I remember having conversations with nate like i'm never going to be able to get over this i'm not going to be able to find a church that's that's like the church we came from yeah because they I were like pro musicians, what I want, yeah. right? And really feel like I'm connecting with God. I was like, I'm not going to find that. I'm not going to be able to get there, but I am getting there. Yeah, it's a hard thing for sure. That's awesome. I know I got to help my wife. You do. Yeah, yeah. We, we got some All stuff. Right. Let's right, wrap it up. Max yeah. is out though. I mean, True. she's got it. <laughs> I can't. Oh, snap. She'll, out. she'll she'll fight me. She'll fight me with her eyes. All right, guys. Um, uh, this has been a short, abbreviated version of Chocolate Covered Strawberries featuring Andrew come. Straw. More to come. How long are you in town for? Tomorrow night. Mm, sometime in the day. Late we gotta afternoon. get home. Yeah, I gotta work Monday. Dang. Late afternoon, though. I'm saying after church because I because I got That's the girls. Asking, yeah. I'm gonna put them down by one. True. Yeah, I'm gonna do all I can to keep them awake till let's one. See, let's see if we can sneak out. Straw. I'm trying. Because Max will take a nap around then. Hey, this might work out perfectly. Yeah, that'd be the ideal. All right, we're gonna help with the wives. I gotta unload this all. Yep. See you next time. Thank you guys. Hold and, on uh, to your butts. Hold yep. on to those butts. Hold on to that booty. Squeeze it.